0: Master Quest Episode 46. I'm your host for the episode, Nick. Hello,
1: Tyler. Pleased to meet you. Hello, Nick. It is my pleasure to meet you too. I am VR Bud. Are you ready to assimilate? I mean, calibrate. I am ready to calibrate. Calibrating. Calibrating. Get a get a get did you pass the I'm a robot test? I believe
0: so. That capture always bothers me. Sometimes I'll pass it. Sometimes I won't. I hate the ones that that keeps saying, uh, keep saying, keep clicking on the thing until... There's no more of the thing to click on. And yeah, then
1: it picture that has a car in it. It's like that one has no, well, like Well, a well, well of the no, car.
0: Those, those are fine because it just asks you to select the boxes. But then there's the ones like it'll show you the nine pictures. Like, All right, select the squares on, uh with, with the ducks in it until there are no more no more ducks. So when you click on the one that has a duck, it'll disappear and then another one will replace it. Right? So you have to keep going until there's no more ducks in the fucking pictures. But and then bother me. The yeah, yeah. No, that bothers me. Um, no, no. I'm
1: so sorry. Yeah, yeah.
0: Hi. Hi, Tyler. Hi. Hey, I'm it is, doing
1: it. has been two weeks, Tyler. It, yeah. It's, it I, I missed you too, buddy. I missed you so much so I wanted to get closer to you in a way that I didn't think possible until about eight and a half hours ago, baby. Holy All shit, right. so, what is happening? So so
0: for reference for audio listeners, um hey you're making a mistake by uh, sitting out on the uh on the YouTube live recording. B, uh, Tyler is currently recording this um, this episode in VR, so he can see me on his PSVR headset. He has hooked it up to his PC, um, and it is like talking to um,
1: uh, Robocop, but not Robocop. Oh, w- w- like when you're looking at me? Yeah. <laughs> Prepare to take your parking ticket, villain. Uh, yeah, right now, uh, it pretty much looks like I'm in a super dark room and for some reason i have my tv about three inches away from my face which uh you know do you call that virtual reality i think so and it sure. looks it looks very nice uh i mean it, the uh psvr headset in general doesn't have the nicest quality compared to that of the vive or the oculus but it's pretty far up there and uh this is weird i'd uh just for reference i am using a uh, interesting program it's called uh sorry i realize if i look away from the, the mic uh, it gets a little quieter it's called trinus t-r-i-n-u-s trinus p-s-v-r right now i'm using that as a program to not only be able to hook up my psvr headset to the computer i'm using it full on as a virtual reality system right now and apparently it's also compatible with uh, a lot of uh steam vr games for example i was able to fire it up and it i was able to connect it through steam vr so i was able to access that and that's pretty sweet i have yet to try it on any games i have so far watched a lot of videos and enjoyed it what?
0: oh yeah oh yeah what kind of videos
1: tyler do you want to do you want to tell us about those those videos that you've been watching absolutely Nick the latest one I got to watch was actually by you it was called Yu-Gi-Oh virtual reality (laughs) okay Tyler Um, let's talk about the videos you watched last night oh okay you see what Nick just tried to do there is throw a spear and I tried Matrix dodging it but then he threw another one a smaller one that I didn't see in time it just slapped him right in the nuts that's what she said yeah okay that's fair slapping the nuts with the second spear (laughs) mmm (laughs) <laughs> hey uh if you ever play D D, things can happen so i uh i did test out uh virtual reality porn which right. was uh which was an experience which which is a must i i think i yeah it just it, it feels like it had to happen now i unfortunately didn't get to uh interact with it i guess would be the proper term i just wanted to see it for the uh the science at this point because i knew sure. if there was mm-hmm. If there's going to be one place that offered me a, uh, a free source of virtual reality videos, it was going to be, you know, my, uh, my friendly local porn store. And, uh, so I got to see that, that was pretty wild. Uh, a couple of things that, uh, I had some issues with and I'm currently having is, uh, naturally the PSVR has the, uh, the worst tracking of the three because it doesn't have any reference right now specifically. Uh, it's just looking and using using the the gyroscope, which is doing right. great. But uh, a big problem with the PSVR, like over time, people uh, talked about this. You know, hooking up to the PlayStation Four is uh, sometimes the tracking slowly starts to go off to the left or right, and you gotta right, it you starts know starts to drift. Yeah, 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 yeah. you gotta recalibrate uh, it. And uh, so right now, I'm looking forward, and my screen is. Uh, in the past 15-20 minutes, I've been using this proper is way over here and uh, eventually i'm gonna have to uh either snap my neck or just close my eyes because uh this will go kaput and though that, that's no good hey right, oh, uh, right anyways uh beyond that i could use the uh, tracking with uh, my camera and all that stuff but that's experimental at the moment and uh the program did cost about twenty dollars so you know i i don't you know if, if you want to give it a shot it's like oh my psvr could actually be used for something else besides you know playstation 4 that is the way to go that's a, that's not a bad price for the program how much uh, is the psvr <laughs> When i mean nick when i bought it it was like 400 dollars. i think it's right, dropped right. down to around 300 at this point right and uh whew. It, I mean, it, I, it, I I believe I've talked about this
0: on the show. I'm I'm not the biggest fan of VR. Oh well, a because I haven't tried it. Um, I don't like change. Um, and also I don't think VR is um, super accessible.
1: Um, yet, and until it is, it can. I don't think it can evolve to beyond a gimmick. Yeah, that 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 is fair. Now, there's been a couple of games that I'd like to say was uh, fantastic. Right. Uh, for example, Beat Saber, uh, Job Simulator to an mm-hmm, extent. Mm-hmm. Uh, but. Thankfully, it sounds like this is the year that uh, Sony is going to be pushing hard with a lot of VR games. With their uh, State of Play being announced last week, uh, almost chock full of VR. Right. In terms of Iron Man. Uh, that's all I remember. Oh, uh, Five Nights at Freddy VR. There is right. uh, quite a few of them out. Uh, and, and and we'll be talking more about VR during the show. But before we get into the
0: IRL stuff, um, there is something we must address, Tyler. Um, I died
1: last week. You died last week.
0: Yeah, um, it was it was a horrifying it was a horrifying experience. Um,
1: I'm so sorry. I prayed yeah. for you.
0: I gave you my thoughts and prayers. Um, so so basically, as we were moving out, um, I stumbled into a, a nest of uh, very violent, vicious rats, and they had their way with me. They were able to immobilize me, capture me, and uh, they tore me down piece by piece uh but in all seriousness um while we were moving while me and my roommate were busy packing and cleaning up stuff getting ready for the move um we we found a little surprise in one of his suitcases in his closet because my roommate's uh room got hit with the mice the hardest damn Um, and so there was one suitcase that he stored in there ages ago um that had a tiny a tiny little hole left in the with like with the zippers um and so as he was, as he opened the suitcase to go through it, because it was a bunch of old winter clothing, um, he found a mouse, um, a live mouse, uh, at a the tiny little house? thing. Uh, no, at the old place. This is while we okay. were cleaning up and still getting ready. I didn't have a chance to talk about this because it hadn't happened yet. Right. And I wasn't okay. here last week. Yeah, for a and second. so, yeah. So, uh, he opened up the suitcase, found a little mouse. He, 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 he screamed because mice are not particularly terrifying, but in a case where it's wild mice and there's a bunch of them, uh, there is a chance for like, Disease. Yeah, uh, it's just it's it's just scary having something like that unexpected happen. So as I as I went into his room to help him deal with it, and we were able to, um, as we were sorting through the clothes looking for the one mouse, uh, two more popped up from like the bottom of the suitcase. Um, the one. So as we were able, as we were emptying out the clothes uh, from the suitcase the one mouse that we saw at the start managed to get away and was running free in our in, in the house um but we were able to close up the suitcase take it to the balcony and then just let gravity do the work by overturning the suitcase over the side of our balcony mind yeah. you i'm not one to sin, uh, do intentional harm to animals um but we were on the first floor so it's not like they were gonna uh get in uh, any serious injuries
1: and it's a grass right versus concrete because uh uh, that could be bad sorry like did you throw them into the grass off the balcony or did you uh not look down to check
0: no we didn't look down to check because as we as we opened it up to try and get the uh, the two other mice to get out three more popped up and so there's a total of six in that little suitcase and so at that point we were just more concerned uh, about the fact that management hadn't done anything for six months and we just wanted
1: to get done and leave this hellhole so um yeah I totally respect that. Also, uh, Axel Bullet 19 aka my uh, one of my other friends Nick, actually the person who borrowed my headset up until about a you know a few weeks ago, uh, he would like to note that this looks ridiculous. Well, that that's the point, right? I mean, it might uh,
0: VR headset looks ridiculous. Uh, <laughs> ah, fool, you might think it looks ridiculous, but you have
1: not experienced the power that he has. I mean, this is amazing. <laughs> I'm sitting here in an IMAX theater talking with my friend, do, recording a podcast. Okay, maybe not IMAX theory, like a, a normal Dolby sound theater. Like the sound on this is amazing. Right? No right. echo. No echo. Huh? I wonder why. All right. So, so uh, aside from the VR stuff, Tyler, how you? How's
0: your week been? How's your? How's how's things been since we last did this together?
1: So. Couple of things that happened. Right. Uh, I, I made a uh, small financial uh, venture with my wife, my wife, and uh, we decided that we were going to drop $2,200 for a uh, nice new bed. Okay. So, as it turns out, uh doing belly flops and pile drivers on the old mattress was actually doing damage to it. And, uh, you know, the spring started sagging <gasps> and stuff. I know, right? It's Who like. Who would have thought? I- if if i can't do you know the tombstone on my wife uh then <laughs> what, what's the point of having a bed and so uh there's a point to where you know her backside started hurting uh the uh, one of us started like slinking in the center off to the like we're gonna fall off because we're being slid off and uh that that's no good no no nobody wants that and so uh we went over to our local mattress store we had a couple we uh looked at one we tested ourselves on a uh like a diagnostic bed if you will and uh the guy was trying to be nice as uh shit about it but he's like hey uh you see all these spots where it shows your body and you know it shows my wife in like uh green yellow orange and then you see like my ass at like super dark red and my back is super dark red. It's like, yeah, mm, I think you might need a firm mattress. And he's trying so hard to say, hey, you're fat as shit. You need to get a, a firm mattress. And it's like, right. okay, that's that, that that's fair. Thank you. Uh, I was about to name him, but I probably shouldn't. Uh, Kyle. I'm just going to say Kyle. Kyle. Kyle did a great job. He did a fantastic job. And so uh, we tried a bunch of mattresses. We found this nice one uh we couldn't see prices they were hidden they, they they hide them until uh they're ready like we're saying we like this one he's like oh boy ladies and gentlemen we're gonna play the price is really high and he flips oh sorry <laughs> uh he flips the tag and it's like three thousand yeah three thousand dollars like oh i just wanted to put like 1200 down at the most 3000 and you know he's like actually today's your lucky day and i got really suspicious really quick here nick when he said shit like that because that's like youth cards man slogan right there he's like Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. this one's actually the cheapest right now because it's (laughs) 33 percent off where it has the biggest deal going on so it's only about 2175 and it's like hmm and i look at my wife and my wife looks at me and i realize that i'm about to own a bed that's more expensive than my car and uh, that is just bewildering, Nick. Uh,
0: well, well, I mean, as as bewildering as it is, I was actually talking to somebody about this um, uh, a few days ago where if uh, we've never understood the uh, the the point of putting money into like a supercar, yeah. um, especially if you don't really have the money and you're just trying to put up like a, a lifestyle just for appearances sake, um, rather put that money into something that will directly impact the quality of your life, such as betting. Like, if I had money, I would be buying thousand thread count fucking sheets all all week. Uh, or Hell yeah, all week but, but you know what I mean? Like, uh, like pillows, mattresses, bedding, all of this actually improves, you know, your quality of life, your sleep.
1: Um, so I don't, you know, I don't think that's a bad purchase. So uh, I when my old bed used to be a, a normal spring mattress and then it would have uh, a pillow top cover over the top of it. And so we would uh, get like the super soft trying to sleep in the cloud feeling. But the problem with that is, uh, A, the springs were, you know, going to hell and back. Right. And it was not helping us keep our posture at night, which was messing with our uh, bodies in general, pulling right. off, pushing spots in the back. And uh, I could be wrong on this, but judging by the way he was trying to describe it to me, if you are a lighter person who has proper posture, the softer, the better uh, in terms of the bed. But if you're having uh, trouble sleeping, the firmer, the better. And it's like, I thought I was going to get like a memory foam mattress and just lay down on it and just sink in. And then I'm going to sleep like, you know, a a child on NyQuil or something like that. Right. NyQuil. Thank you. Uh, Me. So, uh, yeah, this mattress is, I guess, half spring, half memory foam ish on the uh, top. And uh, it is firm as shit despite the uh, memory foam. Uh, first night I pulled the muscle in the back but I think that's because I wasn't used to sleeping on a board with cloth on top of it. Right. Uh, second night, slept fantastic. So I am banking on the idea that this is going to be a good venture. I hope so. Uh, beyond that I uh, i don't, I'm not sure if I talked about it on the podcast last week but you weren't here. Uh, I hooked up my second solid state drive. Uh, or at least I re-hooked it up. Apparently it was already hooked up to my computer but Computers sometimes don't instantly recognize hard drives or stuff connected uh, in a way to where you can use it instantly. So I had to go to it and uh, assign a uh, disk drive number or a letter. Right. And after that, I had 500. Nick here knows that sometimes I'll have trouble with podcasts because I'll be running low in space and all the temporary files uh, consumes a lot of gigabytes. Mm hmm. And holy shit! Having five hundred gigabytes to mess with was so nice. I started downloading Steam games like a motherfucker. <laughs> games I probably won't even play. Uh, hell, I, if I had Near Automata on the PC, I might have installed that too. But I, thankfully, I don't have that. I don't even think it's out on PC. I am pretty sure it's PS four only. No, it's out be? on PC. What do you mean? Oh, not okay. on PC and Xbox. Ah, no, oh, I, I can't tell if you are trolling me or not no i'm not it came a give the year edition came out on xbox last year oh did it okay cool yeah sometime in october or november i think we covered it on the show tyler sure i i believe you <laughs> it, it sucks because you got some things like uh hellblade sinuous sacrifice where it's like i wish this goes on everything you can find so people can enjoy it but then he got fucking games that are like the plague which is near automata where it's like oh fuck now these people are gonna experience it and hopefully they like it but honestly i hope you get it for 10 bucks otherwise you're screwing yourself over but uh yeah that's been my week nick uh what about you
0: um well obviously i, I wasn't here because i died
1: but also because i was moving um resurrection's a bitch uh coming back from the dead is no easy task uh did you take your one uh long rest before you get out of your fatigue
0: yeah i had to i had to sacrifice 72 virgins six goats and one uh bonsai what the tree fuck?
1: That, that that was not in the uh <laughs> the description of the spell cast but well because somebody forgot to read the fine
0: print so you know, yeah, there's one them.
1: thing I'm, I'm very good at ignoring the fun. Who <laughs> rates the term of service when you're installing something like resurrection? Come on, people.
0: Well, it matters when you have to go find 72 virgins. But, anyways, moving on. I don't want to drone about that. Um, the move was challenging. Um, we started at 9 in the morning on a Sunday, um, and we finished at 2 a.m on a monday um because i had friends to help us finish up the final bit of packing and load up onto the truck um but then beyond that it was just me and my roommate and we have a lot of things so we did we did um we did the thing where there's a company that provides plastic moving boxes for a fee for like a week and and they'll deliver to your current place and then they'll pick it up from your new place um and so these boxes, they're pretty durable, but they get really heavy, and
1: we just filled them with all of our crap. Oh, um and man. So, you did the thing where it's like if there's space, it got to fit. And you just pretty <laughs> much ignore the, the much. possibility of things might like, getting heavy.
0: Um and so getting things off the truck was a challenge. Um so, so it's a basement suite, right? So you if you're looking at the front of the house, you go along the right side, there's a little fence, um, and then you go down a little slope. And then you go down a few sets of stairs, and then there's our front door. Um, and so to save time, we moved everything off the truck that was parked in the driveway um, to down the little slope right above the steps. And at that point, we were exhausted. And then we went to Ikea for a little bit, got a few things, came back and we said, fuck it. We're not going to do this. And so we didn't do it until about 10 PM at night. We're like, fuck it. Let's just do it. Get it over with. So we did it. And then we were dead the next day. And then I spent, I spent all of that night setting up my room so that I'd be able to get back to schoolwork immediately, get back to doing this immediately. Um, we, I was smart enough to book uh, an appointment with my ISP, um, early on. So the next day I had internet again. Um, it was just it was just challenging but i would argue like 70% of our place is set up now like we got rid of a lot of things we got rid of a lot of furniture um so it's gonna be it's gonna it's gonna take some time to fully settle in but my room is all set
1: um i I mean you're kind of breaking my heart here i don't get to see that poster anymore uh which poster uh it was like red and yes
0: yeah no it was time you got rid of it yeah i got rid of it just tore it off the
1: wall and yeah Nick, I would have happily took it back with me Back here this, to the States
0: Well, no, like I had to get it off the wall And the moment I tried to get it off the wall, it tore I'm like, whoop, there goes there goes that
1: Oh no, it looks yeah. like we'll have to redecorate
0: Oh yeah, that's the plan So the, like, the, you know, audio listeners can't see it But this wall behind me is completely blank I do have my, um, little bookshelf thing set up where I do have my pups and some school supplies. Um, but there's a whole wall behind me that's completely blank and I want to get it set up. Um so, things getting damaged during the move, we only lost maybe two cups and uh, two plates. Um, and, bad? and a painting got destroyed because wow. a box fell on the painting. Ooh. And I was upset because it was grouped with other paintings and one of them was my sister's. Fortunately, my sister's painting wasn't damaged at all. The other painting I really engaged, liked uh, I really liked and I got it for 30 euros on a trip to Germany that I took a few years ago um, and it was a painting, this beautiful old painting of uh, a lone monk standing on like a rocky uh, shore, like seashore and there's like waves crashing and you can see like it blends really nice into the horizon um, and it makes me really sad. But at least it wasn't my sister's painting, because
1: that would have made me super sad. That is very important. There is uh, one painting I have in the house now that I got about a year and a half ago. Uh, It is, I believe, somewhere around 90 years old. It is uh, probably like a four foot wide, three foot uh, high uh, mural of a, uh, a mountain village. And the reason why I have it specifically is because my great-grandmother had it ever since I was born, much longer than that, in fact. And so when my great-grandmother had to sell the house, uh, they were going to toss the painting, and now I have that in the house. And I would be broken if that painting were to be destroyed, because that represents my, you know, that is the last piece of old family home that uh, is now you know, in some rich young couple's hands, I guess. Right.
0: Yeah. Um, with my sister's painting, uh, I went. Ba- uh, was, this is when I went back home, maybe two and a half years ago, three years ago. Um, a few days before I left because she paints with acrylic paint, so it takes time for paintings to dry. I think it was like three days before I left. I'm like, all right, paint me something. And she's like, what? I'm not going to have enough time. I'm like, yeah, all right, just paint me something. And she did. And I don't know if I've ever posted a picture on social media. And maybe I will after this. Um, but it's one of the favorite things that I have in my possession. I got it framed. I never put it up at the old place because I knew we were going to move at some point, And I didn't want to waste such a beautiful thing on those shitty walls. Um, but that's moving. Uh, we're all set up. Everything went well um in terms of school, yes ask,
1: uh how much retail space do you think you have between your shelf there and uh whatever is to your left um so
0: actually quite a lot um okay so you got a
1: lot like do you think yeah, uh, that,
0: and that chest of drawers is going to be going um i thought i needed is
1: that, it is that a muddy pikachu oh, don't you want to throw that like through it. the washer that's an eevee tyler you oh, got I mean- go very well that's an eevee if you want to uh let me turn my thumb the right way uh clean it up and make it yellow and proper like that pikachu back there then uh maybe you'll uh have some good taste but i respect your decision uh if you want to have pikachu a you uh, can't up. learn any fighting moves Eevee can learn dig Eevee can kick pikachu's ass pikachu learns i believe double kick and uh hey you pikachu yeah
0: we're not talking about hey you pikachu we're talking about the core rpg oh, the never played hey, you, hey you pikachu and hey you Eevee? Or
1: let's go Pikachu, sorry. Oh,
0: uh, let's go. Can Pikachu learn double kick and let's go?
1: I for some reason they uh since they wanted Pikachu to be profitable in use uh, against like rock, they let it learn a fighting move. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah, that would make sense. Oops. Um It's but- it's weird, but you know, whatever. I mean you think Iron Tail would do the trick, just let him learn Iron Tail early, but Yeah, that would make more sense. Um especially it would also be more canon. I mean, I'm trying to think uh, how canon it would be versus, you know, the anime slash cartoon. I mean, I, I, it would be. That's what, that's what I mean. Like, in terms, in, in relation to the anime, it would be a lot more canon because yes. he uses, uh, you know, Pikachu there uses Arntail Tail a lot. And that game is about as mainstream as it gets. So I would Pretty have much. to say that they'd probably follow the cartoon versus like the original yellow game, which, you yep. know, yeah, yeah, okay. Anyways, you, you were saying though, I cut you off.
0: No, um, I, I was just gonna say, like, school's been getting busy. Um, a lot of projects have concluded. Um, I say school's been getting busy, but school's been busy since fucking March. Um, <laughs> I haven't really slept properly. Um uh if it's okay with you, Tyler, I'm gonna quickly just talk about one of my projects very briefly yeah, in of terms course. of if if you go to emeraldhorizon.net, you'll be able to see the website that I created for this project and the two videos I made all on my own. Um, yes
1: we'll, we'll put up a link in the uh, the show notes too
0: um, Emerald Horizon it is uh, it is one of my I, I put so much work into this and there's so many things I could have done better especially with the videos but I am not a cinematographer I'm not a video editor so I did the best I could with my limited uh, knowledge uh, limited technical skills um, because I had to do so much But anyways, there's that. Uh, There's going to be a lot more pictures of all the other projects uh, that's coming through um, over the next few weeks. Uh, I'm taking a foundations of game design course where we actually had to make several board games or at least card games, physical games throughout uh, the course. And we are now at our final showcase where um, we're getting our game properly printed, professionally printed um, by a company. I can't remember what they're called, but they're in uh, Washington. In Vancouver, shit, that's so awesome, man! Um, and so we go pick it up next week, um, and we're gonna have a showcase with some high school students. They're gonna play test our game. Uh, I ho- I really hope it goes well. We love our game. We've seen everybody else in our class love our game. Our professor said we had probably the most the the the, the game that fit the criteria the best. Um, and and honestly, I think we might be able to take it to market like start a kickstarter and actually like sell this game so we'll see nice um, nice i don't want to say anything about the game yet until i have approval from uh um our full team but uh um, you got my it, vote
1: i appreciate that tyler yeah hey, um, i'm, I'm technically going. part of the marketing uh prototype team okay oh yeah 100 um oh yeah like, actually, we still have I to get to like vote. 0.5 okay. of the vote for 0.5 uh percent <sighs>
0: But but yeah, so that's that's really exciting. That's happening uh, because I'm I'm just discovering more and more things that, um, like in terms of like job roles that I fit in and that I enjoy being a part of. Like I may not I've never thought of myself as being a game designer, um, but like thinking of game mechanics and how people can enjoy a card game, um, and taking inspiration from all the different card games that we played throughout the semester was really fun. Um, so so yeah and then uh so that's been school uh that was my move um i'm back here we're doing an episode together again after two weeks um the last thing i did want to quickly touch on is um i'm, I'm going to counseling again um i haven't been to counseling in about a year and a half two years almost maybe um and you know just just mentioning it just not for um anything any specific reason just because i think it's important that people that that it's it's normalized um you know, um, like this is a thing that people need sometimes, and if you need it, you should go talk to somebody. Respectable. Um, But yeah, yeah. Oh, I didn't see this. I honestly didn't, okay, I didn't see this section. I thought,
1: hmm. Ooh, yeah, the, the bombshell, huh?
0: Yeah, I, I put that at the end because I didn't see that. I guess I must have missed it with how late the notes uh, notes were last night. Alright, uh, are you ready to talk about this? Uh
1: Sure, yes, let's do this.
0: <laughs> Alright, so Uh, what is the date right now as as of recording uh, as we're recording this it is the 6th of april okay Um, and
1: uh oh that's cool uh virtual reality calendar bring up oh that's sweet uh (laughs) so In uh, in three weeks on the dot actually uh april 27th uh from april 27th to may 5th i I'm gonna be officially traveling over to Canada to go hang out with Nick for a oh, week. Oh Canada! I can say, uh, I, you want to have a competition? Oh say, can- no, that's all I know. Don't let's not even start. It's okay. I, I was gonna <laughs> forget the like three words after that. Uh, so yes, I end up successfully getting a passport for the U.S. I got all the criteria and everything filled out. I got plane tickets all set up. I'm slightly nervous because uh, I don't know where I'm sleeping officially yet because I don't know if I'll be sleeping on the floor or if I'll be you know maybe I'll take Nick's bag I don't know or we can share and we'll uh, show you how casual this master quest can be uh, <laughs> 2019 people open your minds anyways uh yes I'm gonna be heading over to Canada and we yeah. are gonna be doing some fun shit yeah it's gonna be fun I'm excited uh it's gonna be right
0: uh like I finished school on the 23rd of April um and then I start on the 6th of May so tells you from the 27th to the 5th and so it's gonna be a nice uh fun time all around I think um
1: this will be the first time I've entered uh entered Canada now I do have an enhanced license which means I could have went to Canada by land or sea but since Nick is all the way over on the West coast of Canada, over in uh, the Vancouver area, I wanted to fly versus the 30, 40 hour drive. Right. And that required the passport. So not only is this going to be my first time in Canada, I'm probably going to be in the most, I'd like to think the most hipster part of Canada I could possibly think of. I i think you'd be correct. I, I mean, versus Toronto, maybe I guess,
0: but well, Tor- Toronto, more, um, Lively, I think I would like in Toronto more to New York. Um, okay. in terms of like if you had to relate a place, uh, to to another, uh, Vancouver is very much like Seattle, Portland. Um, I was gonna say, so close vegan to fucking yeah, yeah,
1: they get the uh, the heavy uh, biosphere of vegan influence. Yeah, they're, they're way too close, they're going to be affected. It's, it's like Civ 5. Where one city has uh can spread religion by being too close and have high influence. That's Correct. the right there. It's like, mm, do you really want to have cheese? That's well, I mean it's
0: not surprising hard. considering the fact that um uh we have a lot more Starbucks than Tim Hortons here. Um what I mean Tim I, Hortons, I, Hortons is wait, Starbucks? Yep. Tim Hortons was Canadian, right? Um, yeah and then it got bought out by Burger King, but we have a lot more Starbucks here compared to Tim Hortons purely because of our proximity to Seattle, I think. At least that's my theory.
1: That's that's so weird you you think that Tim Hortons like by law would have to have more of them there
0: you you think but then you know Starbucks being based off see C- based in Seattle starting there i think and because we are also known as sister cities Seattle and Vancouver considering how close our weather is right it's like 200 and something plus days of um according to the locals miserable fucking rain throughout the year i love
1: the rain yeah that explains uh, the whole uh, i do remember hearing about that through the uh, twilight book series i believe that's where uh <laughs> Squidward, I mean, Edward, uh, Squidward. can you imagine if Squidward was the vampire antagonist that Bella fell in love with? Bella, where's my crabby penny? Oh, Squidward, bite me now. What? Uh, anyways, uh, yes, uh, apparently it's supposed to be super rainy and, uh, humid yep. It's the time over there. Yep
0: um but it's gonna be a good time uh we we talked about it a little bit uh tyler
1: what, what are your main things that you want to get out of this trip well nick got me heavily excited because i'll be showing up there on the 27th and uh we will be you know i'll probably pass out from jet lag or something like that and be ready for the 28th which is uh sunday and holy shit nick uh you know avengers will be coming out on the 20 oh, we're fucking going for the avengers i'm i'm going be looking gonna be tickets, tickets one of the first thing i want to do is go see fucking endgame three hours of hot like <laughs> how does, all right tyler how does how does avengers endgame
0: and imax sound like
1: like i mean
0: like a good time
1: if i could look at a trailer of it right now and just have it in my vr Right. i'm pretty sure i'd have a rough idea what to expect
0: <laughs> but but yeah we're gonna uh like that first uh, night uh, yeah. day after he arrives we're going for adventures we're gonna be heading out and hitting the town um some of the few nights uh my roommate hopefully will be able to join us if he's not too busy with work um we're gonna be doing i have some uh, a few creative plans for when mm-hmm. tyler's here um and i'm gonna I'm I'm gonna let you all be surprised by that
1: if they ever come to fruition. Um, Can I ask a uh, single question? Yes. Will any of them uh, threaten my marital sanctity? That that'll be that'll that'll
0: be down. That that's your decision. That's your uh, choice. You'd have to make. I can't okay. anything. It's not. It's nothing that'll be forced on you, Tyler.
1: Thank you. Okay. Cool. <laughs> I don't know what the hookers are like in Vancouver. <laughs> Um, and neither hey, do I. It's good looking, okay. eh?
0: <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it's gonna be a good time. I mean, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's you know, it's uh, it's gonna be nice to be able to basically do nothing, and by nothing, I mean not have to do schoolwork for about a week before I go back to school. Oh yeah,
1: um, I'm gonna enjoy that too. It's gonna be pretty nice.
0: The the one thing I will tell you for sure is that Tyler will be sitting in a corner, uh, with with a knife or some sort of weapon in his hand, while I play Breath of the Wild because he has to ensure that I at least oh, touch that game while he's here.
1: I mean, I believe the discussion between you, Brandon, and I was you have to play like four or five hours every single night, uh, <laughs> in order for yeah. you to beat the game. <laughs> And he also pointed out that you can beat the game in five minutes if you're that good. But
0: yeah, I mean, I'm not gonna go attack Ganon just head up. I want to go explore the fucking world.
1: Uh, that that is totally fair, and I respect that. Yeah. Um. So we're gonna we're gonna keep you guys and updated gonna on what's going to happen. I will. F- will he- Tyler? Uh, we're there. When, I, when I'm there, would you oh, actually yeah. play? I mean, I'll play, yeah. <laughs> you, you sounded really, really convincing.
0: All right, listen, listen. I've been getting four hours
1: of sleep consistently. Look into my VR eyes, Nick. Look at the single unlit LED. I've been getting four hours of sleep every night since That that, that, that could be four hours of Breath of the Wild, Nick. You are fucking up hard here. <laughs> I want to be able to enjoy the game
0: during a time where I'm not constantly worried about when the next deadline is or when do I have to leave the house and go to a project meeting next. So, I will get to it. Okay, that's I fair. <laughs> okay. Um so we will, we will keep you updated over what's going to happen over the next few weeks, because if Tyler does arrive on the 27th, that is one of our recording days, and then he leaves uh, the next Sunday, so that's another recording day, um, and I don't want to take a risk with having scuffed quality on my end because I only have the one mic set up. Um, so we'll figure something out, and we'll make sure that we, we're we not, these are episodes we're not skipping whatsoever.
1: You see, um, what we'll do is that we're going to get a uh, double-sided rotating chair and one of us <laughs> will be near the mic and when the other is ready to speak we'll use our legs and travel across the floor in a circle then it'll be the other person and then I can just edit out all the uh, the silence just, <laughs> but I will leave in the wheel scuffling of as, as we rotate every single time or wheel scuffling in like as a constant noise in the background that is also acceptable. I was gonna say another thing we could do in that situation is we are constantly spinning, so we can only say like three words, and we just try to complete each other's sentences for an hour and a half, and see how that works. I'm okay. All right, so that's <laughs> all right. So that's that. Tyler's visiting. Uh, is gonna be in Vancouver
0: soon. It's gonna be a good time. And holy shit! And anything in, in in traditional casual master quest style, we still haven't even gotten the video games yet on a video
1: game podcast no we haven't we kind of fucked up didn't we
0: just a little bit but that's okay because it's been a long time since we've been together
1: yes i miss you too (laughs) we are gonna make this our end game this is gonna be three hours long (laughs) Uh, i can't do that because i have to leave for school in a few hours but let's start off with tyler what have you been playing so uh i would like to say i'm gonna keep this short about uh the first game on the list here but i will not so ocarina of time randomizer let's have a little talk uh for those who have been listening they know that i've been really getting into the idea of playing ocarina of time with everything randomized and it is fantastic now there's been a couple of shortcomings that's been bugging me throughout the uh the playthroughs i have beaten it I, I, as of last week i have done my first complete playthrough and completed it however uh I was really upset because I saw people playing it online in a quality that was much nicer than mine. And originally I had thought I realized that uh with the headset on it presses into my nose and I, I start to feel like I'm actually squidward. Uh, anyways, <laughs> I see people streaming it and it looks great compared to mine. I'm like, what the fuck? What am I doing wrong here? So I, I start jumping down a rabbit hole. I come into the the wild conclusion that while I was playing the N64 1.0 version of Ocarina of Time which is the very original version of Ocarina of Time there were several updates later on that improved quality censored some shit and I thought they were playing the uh the GameCube version that came out for either the uh Master Collection or the the, uh sorry the collector's edition or whatever it's called that has a bunch of zelda games or the master quest version that came out for the gamecube and so i started going to a bunch of bullshit like uh how to convert a n64 file into a wad for the virtual wii console and all that shit and it was a horrible rabbit hole as it turns out as it turns out I just needed the race to graphic quality on the emulator. Wow. I, I was, I was just playing the lowest thing possible and I just had to raise it up a little bit and suddenly it looked fantastic and I felt like a fool. And, uh, I had to learn Python to use the, uh, the latest, uh, developer edition of the randomizer so i could add cooler shit such as uh randomized heart color uh you can do entrance randomizer where you could walk in one house and it's a different area uh for example i could walk uh into saria's house in the Kiri woods and it turns into the fucking fishing hole for some reason and it, it, it's pretty wild the uh, deku tree was the shadow temple but uh yeah i've been working on that i got a gamecube controller which i would show you but i have no idea where it is because i'm <laughs> in this horrible uh virtual landscape and uh i've been giving another shot i'm gonna try to see if i can beat it in under eight hours that's my main goal beat nice. it under eight hours if i do that then i'm considered proficient not a pro but proficient uh after that i played and beat spider-man and nice. i have a lot of feelings now, Nick, the reason why I ended up picking Spider-Man was because A, I had buyer's remorse with uh, Tomb Raider. Mm-hmm. And B uh when I last hung out with uh my other friend Nick, uh, he showed me some Spider-Man. And like I got some first hand experience with it, and it was so nice. I-, I ended up making the job I saw for thirty-five bucks. I uh, you know, I was like, Oh, you know, thirty-five bucks, that's worth right. it. Uh the fifteen hours that I put in are so uh I do not regret a single moment of it. There's times where it's like, oh, man, this is going to take a minute. But doing like, you know, stealthy missions where you're slowly trying to pick off bad guys and stick them to light posts and stuff, even the, the more time consuming stuff I you know enjoyed. It, it was weird because Spider-Man is the first game in a very, very long time where I started doing collectibles. There's stuff right. in the mini map. Like, I, I I don't like doing side quests. I like to do the main story. Maybe if something's interesting, like a cool power up, I'll do that. This is the first time I was like, oh, man, that's there in the map. I could just go there since Breath of the Wild Nick, And it it was just I I want to sit down right now, even after beating the game, just to keep playing and doing more stuff because there's so much excitement. Uh, The ending of that story, which, you know, I won't spoil, even though it's been, you know, six months or so. Right. Uh it, it, it was a heartbreaker essentially. It, it definitely was designed to make you <laughs> feel the cold, empty heart that was once you know, in your chest, it beat once again. I fucking grinched over that thing, like uh it, it was like, oh man, it, it, it was sad. But it also provides a lot of opportunity for future story, and I'm excited to either try the DLC or see what they have for Spider-Man 2. And uh lastly, I did kind of talk about this before, but just in case. Uh, With the GameCube controller, I decided to give Paper Mario a Thousand Year Door, which uh, with uh, the remit of our former uh, co-host Cam uh, is the best Paper Mario game for sure. And some reason when I said this full title to you originally, Nick, uh, you were kind of scared by it, like it threw you off, like what the fuck is this? Yeah,
0: well, well, with the Mario game, not that, not that Mario doesn't, like the Mario universe has never had dark themes, but like in general, even the titles of their games or like the aesthetic style of their games have not been ominous or scary or spooky, but then seeing something like Paper Mario, the Thousand Year Door was like, holy shit, shit's got serious.
1: Mario Ghostbuster now? What's going on? I, I'm trying to think of uh, like something with Mario in the name that was like not like Happy Go Lucky kind of stuff. I, Mario Odyssey. No, well, I mean that's more explorative. You're, like you're having fun. You're going to the yeah. Sea like place.
0: Even, even like even to me, uh, you know, uh, a Nintendo pleb. Like I know that Mario in general is not like a spooky, scary doomsday aesthetic, and so yeah. having like the Thousand Year Door in the name was like holy shit. Shit got serious. Like
1: uh, the closest thing I can think of is like Luigi's Mansion, but that's Luigi. And
0: uh and it's uh, with a
1: totally not so scary looking ghost. True, like I'm. Uh, I'm also thinking of stuff like uh paper jam. Give uh, yeah, it a paper jam is like funky, you know. It's like Outsiders Inside Story. Yeah, they they always try to go for like a little laugh versus like, oh shit, what up? Yeah, so
0: th- that's why like this this seemed just a little bit out of place in 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 a lineup. Like it's something you'd pick out immediately
1: and it it is like the game itself is pretty out of the place because it has the i would like to think that the it has the best script writing that any paper mario game has ever had i don't know what the hell that they gave to the script writers like cocaine red bull hopefully money uh (laughs) <laughs> they, they they did a, a damn good job and it was the best that we have I know right it's like Nintendo gives them industrial level glue to sniff, but it's like will I at least get my $11 an hour it's 15 minimum here Cal and they're like we'll talk about it later sniff the glue get right like they, they provide <laughs> them the necessities but not the quality of life man I shouldn't say that I will not slander Nintendo none of that is true but the way they say shit in this game it, it's beautiful I, you know I, I remember paper mario paper mario the original one did okay super paper mario the uh, third game for the wii was mediocre with a couple of good moments here and there but thousand year door the conversation in that it's it's almost like 10 out of 10 every single time something said it's nice right and uh, i'm hoping to play more of it but then uh, I always get pulled into like Ocarina of Time or something like that. So we'll see what happens. What about you, Nick? Uh, what What have you been playing, my man?
0: Right. But, uh, like before I talk about me, um, I know with the uh, Legend of Zelda randomizers, um, I, I think I mentioned this maybe like a month and a half ago, two months ago. I was watching okay. one of my a uh, 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 streamer, King Italian, play. Um, I believe it was uh, A Link to the Past randomizer. And they're mm. talking about, and which which fascinates me when they're talking about how the randomizers work, where you have a seed, and each seed, um, basically starts a puzzle in the game. Like, sure, everything has been randomized, all the locations have been randomized, but there is no, there uh, they're, they're there, there is a path. There is a path, a logical path that you have to not maybe not logical, but there is a clear puzzle that you have to solve that I will know. allow you to finish the game. It's not like you'll ever get stuck anywhere.
1: People who play this, uh, the path we call it just logic. Like uh, we're trying to follow logic because, uh, for example, in Ocarina of Time, if you get bonds in like one of your first chests, uh, the game's logic or the randomizer's logic is trying to tell you that most likely the next piece of the puzzle that you'll need to get is something that you can use bombs for it's kind of like a, right. a trail of sorts so what you're saying is completely within reason uh you can't set it up to where it's in a way to where there's no logic which is very dangerous because it's potentially in, not completable and that is that that breaks it man you you, you, right. you definitely want to be able to you know complete it and right. so yeah logic is nice
0: yeah no it's, it's fascinating how that works and uh, i can definitely appreciate the um um I want to say, like the art style that it is, because honestly, as a whole, thinking of it as a puzzle and presenting it that way and playing it, that honestly seems like a, um, just a very nice, engaging challenge. Um, now in terms with of video games, not,
1: completing it too. I mean, the possibility the, I
0: mean, of completing it. Yeah, like it feels like an even bigger accomplishment on top of a game that you already love.
1: Yes, uh, like the idea that there is a program that can make thousands of different ways for you to enjoy it's like a you know turning your game into a thousand piece virtual jigsaw puzzle right right yeah yeah, it's it's amazing that they're able to do something like that
0: um so now with the games that i've been playing um i mean i have my standards i actually haven't tyler i haven't touched destiny in over three weeks
1: now oh man are you finally going to break free is this your big break probably not but yeah it feels good for the moment I
0: haven't touched Destiny in a week in, in a long time. Uh, played a little bit of Overwatch with friends. Um, played a little bit of uh, Wizards of Legend when I didn't have internet for a few hours and I couldn't sleep. So I, I just plugged in my controller and went at it. Um, but the biggest game, I think, over the last few weeks that's made the most impact
1: on me is GTA V. Mm. Now, I've that never played a GTA game. For sure, the cure... Like that is the first step in uh, D2A. Uh Destiny Two anonymous. <laughs> Destiny two
0: avoid anonymous anonymous, okay. Um, the, they, be like,
1: hi, I haven't touched Destiny Two in three weeks, and then we're all supposed to go, you know, collab. <laughs> hi, my hi. name is Nick, and I'm 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 a warlock main. Hi, Nick. Hi, Nick.
0: <laughs> um, so so what's pulled me in is uh, into GTA now is probably the same thing that's pulled a lot of people in, and that's the GTA role playing on Twitch. Um, and it's Tyler. It's some of the most entertainment I've had in in a long time in terms of pure uh, viewer enjoyment, um, because you have all these different character. It's basically it's it's basically a TV show, um, but you get to watch the perspective of each and every different character whenever you want. Um, but it is very very not user friendly because it's like coming into a show seven seasons in and asking people who are these characters um so it took me a while to figure out kind of who's who what's everybody's uh character like what they're trying to do um because the the, the fascinating thing about these uh, role players as well is that they're not always trying to be like you know um uh, do things that'll make them happy, like the, like. So my favorite streamer to watch right now is Moon Moon, right? Who's uh, who was a former like full time uh, Overwatch uh, streamer, um, yeah. and he plays a a rapper called Young Dab. Um, and, and he has a character sheet that he references constantly on young Deb's strengths, weaknesses, character traits. Um, where he'd be like, all right, young Deb is very naive. Um, he's, he's very, he's very loving, but he's super selfish. So you always constantly see him fuck up. Like every other day he's going to jail because he tried to rob a jewelry store, but gets caught. Um, he's constantly gambling. And so he's always out of money. He's always broke. His, his nickname's <laughs> Young Debt. So they're not, so that's been the nice thing is they're not always trying to make it like, uh, they're not all trying to play protagonists. They're not all trying to be like, you know, get a happy.
1: They're live their lives,
0: man. Yeah, they're just they're living their lives in an over-exaggerated, realistic manner. And and it's just been entertaining to watch. And some of the best role players are the cops um on the servers because they do a fantastic fucking job. They have like proper they, they like they know the codes, they know the 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 um the procedures they know you know when they arrest somebody they read them their rights but what boggles me is that uh w- what confuses me is that some of them play actual cops in real life so so like i really That's don't know awesome. no, no, it's awesome and i'm not trying to take anything like we're not we're not starting any kind of discussion here i'm just uh, like from a from a from a uh like a 24 hour like kind of like your day-to-day kind of thing like i it just confuses me that you play a cop, like you are a cop in real life, you do that eight hours a day. Then you come home and to relax and unwind, you play a cop more, right? And I feel like the only reason they would do that is because playing a cop in VR, um sorry, in role play, um is is there's no risk. Um you don't have to, you know, constantly worry about uh, your safety or anything you can go out there and do your job and like the chances are like you probably enjoy being a cop which is why you're role-playing a cop and so you get to go and just kind of like be a cop without having to like do anything to anybody or have anything done to you and which that's the is, only that, that's the only thing i can think of
1: i feel like it would be also more considerably risky especially in uh gta where the uh, the original grounds were it's okay to be immoral you, you know you, you can do some fucked up shit you know, uh, you get bored one day, you, you try to uh, get five stars and send the tanks in, and then you die and you start from the hospital. So the idea <laughs> oh, that yeah. you're trying to do this chaotic yeah.
0: Yeah, so with the with the role-play servers, there are very strict uh, rules a lot of the times. And the people who own these servers and do a lot of the actual coding, um, uh, they, they set up a bunch of rules that the government has established. So like there's a server that I played on um, where you could not take any vehicle off-road unless they were an off-road vehicle. Otherwise, that's a bannable offense or a jailable offense, I believe. Um, and so they are very strict about enforcing some of these rules on these servers because they want to keep that immersion intact. And so uh me and my friend Dustin joined a server. Um and huh, uh, I I hope the audio listeners are gonna enjoy this, but I played a uh, uh fresh off the boat Indian cab driver who 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 because I'm like, it's my first time properly RPing, so might as well play might as well play uh, natural, huh? No, exactly, right? So why should I sit and struggle with a character that I might not be familiar with or, like, character traits when I can just talk like this all the time and then, you know, pretend that I came to America to find a beautiful American wife and just have yeah, like, a good life. Yeah, and, two options. It was
1: either a cab driver or a 7-Eleven manager and you, you fucking or, took... Or, like, tech driver. support. Or tech support. <laughs> I mean, if you did that, you do not have to... You, I feel like you would be like premium tech support if you're going to be over this uh, loud
0: okay this is allowed i'm indian i can do this but <laughs> beyond that um it's exhausting tyler honestly rp
1: um it's especially exhausting. at this level <sighs> I feel like that's a Disney song. <laughs> it's exhausting. Um, be me. Just because you have to be in character all the
0: time. And when you establish your character in a certain way, it's very easy when something happens to devolve back into your natural way of, you know, normal way of reacting to things. And I have to stop myself from doing that, right? Like my character um, is very much very traditional, comes from like a small, like rural uh, village. And so, um, you know, he doesn't really swear a lot doesn't really like he's he's not used to the um the amount of skin that American women show, shit like that, right? And but then when, when we get like hit by a car, I'll be like, oh fuck. And stuff like, no, I can't say that. I can like then I'd have to play it off and be like, I'm terribly sorry for uh, using such language, sir. So it, it, it was unbecoming of me. Shit like
1: that, you know? So how does money transaction work in this game? Is there any actual money transactions like uh between players or whatnot?
0: It, it it depends on the server, the server rules and the jobs. Um, So like the server we joined, uh, you can sign up for, a, they have a list of jobs and every so often you'll get um, a little bit of money deposited into your account. Hmm. Um, And that'll just sort of help you start off. Right. And I believe a lot of servers do
1: have a little bit of money that they give you so that you can start off. Um, not just because- saying, Rockstar, when you play there online, give you like a billion dollars right now in startup cash. So, I mean... Just saying, maybe is the way they go. I'm full I, of shit. Go ahead and keep going. Yeah, no, it's just uh, so. Um, in terms of between players,
0: um, this is where this is where it comes down to like real life, like RP, right? They, they, they. A lot of the server rules they have like a list, like they have Google Docs, they have Discord uh, forums where they have all their rules posted, and a lot of them's like, well, pay, like like imagine that you were in real life, like do the RP pay people, uh, give them the money and stuff like that. And then when you don't go in money, you're in debt. And then, so if you're, you're in debt with the wrong people, you're going to be constantly running around afraid because they, they're probably part of the gang or they're cooking meth. It's, um, you know, it, it, it goes, it's, it's, uh, we joined a fantastic starter server and I'm excited to actually dedicate the time for it. Eventually.
1: Hmm. I'm, uh, I'm excited to see how this progresses. Please keep us updated.
0: I'm. I'm. Hopefully, I haven't tested it out yet, but hopefully, I'd be able to stream it, and I'll be back to streaming properly in a few weeks. Um, uh, because it's. I've. I've needed something that's not a shooter. Or, or like at least constantly playing a shooter. I just needed a, I just need a break, and so this has been really nice because the game's been at is at the lowest it's ever been, uh, thanks to all the big streamers bringing a lot of uh, light and popularity and like bringing GTA Five back a little bit in terms of popularity. Like the online population has been very active. It's so, not like they've been dead, but it's gotten a bit of uh, a, a bit of fresh air. Um,
1: but yeah, that's me, Tyler. That's awesome. That is the games we've been playing this week. Holy shit. Yeah, like i be uh, mind boggled by I, VR over here. <laughs> just I, I've
0: noticed. I've noticed. I'm. I'm just. I'm just happy to show some sort of um, um, transition. Some sort of variety in the games that I've been playing. Um, yeah,
1: I mean that's a hell of a jump for you. I, I'm. Yeah. Really glad that you tried something new. I mean, to be fair, I kept playing. You know, Terraria, 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 and then it's like, oh, I created a time randomizer, and then I right. jumped into that. I almost and i might you know i might scare a lot of people when i said this including my wife i almost got back into the runescape but then i realized that i would have it was like oh the last thing i was doing was smithing and it's like oh i gotta cast super heat on this item uh you know 28 times pull from the bank and do that again and then do that for about 40 hours and i was like know, yeah, i'm not gonna do this uh i got better things to do and talk about right. how i get 99 smithing on runescape like it, it, you know what's the nice thing nick what I could fucking lie. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I got hidesmithing in Rinscape, guys. <laughs> it's not no, Tyler, Good job. Hey, thank um, you. Uh, and I'm going to stop playing Rinscape. You know, I spent a lot of time on it. It took a lot of effort. And, you know, I have no one to show it off to. I'll just, right. if somebody were to ask for proof, I would just Google smith and cape and just been <laughs> a screenshot of that and then just put my name and honestly it does not fucking matter and so i realized there was no joy out of doing that i have no use for smithing if i were to play that game seriously i just wanted you know the get a number up to 99 and that was the one i was working on which explains why i quit so right, right. I, I put that to the um, side
0: so in terms of games over the next few months um, me and Tyler talked about this we're still in discussion about it whether it'll happen um, but Borderlands with Borderlands 3 being announced I do want to give Borderlands another go uh, because it just never pulled me in the first time um, and I want to see whether it was the, the period of my life where I played that game that didn't pull me in or whether it was the game itself not that I have anything against the game I can appreciate how insane the great. game's been um, sorry? I said I have so much against that game. It's not worth is, a man jump which, the ship. Which is fine, but you'd be like you'd be like one man swimming against a million uh people.
1: I mean right now, if uh if everything what you're saying is true, uh people are not uh too happy with Borderlands at the moment, so yeah,
0: No, and that- uh, which is a good segue into our topic of the show a modular segment, but it's not that people are unhappy with Borderlands, it's just people are s- <laughs> this is where I overexaggerate and I'm just mean spirited for no reason. But people are stupid, Tyler.
1: People are stupid. No, I, I I think you might be, as you say, a little overexaggerating. Um, but sincerely, all right.
0: So, so the the topic of the show is is the competition that Epic is bringing to Steam. Um, uh, so with Borderlands three being announced, um, you know, a week ago, um, with Borderlands uh, three being announced a week yeah. ago. No, I just lost my uh, train of thought. Um, And they, shortly after the announcement, they announced that um, Epic has bought uh, exclusive rights to sell the game on their store till next year sometime. Um, And a lot of people aren't happy about it. Like, a lot of people were not happy about it. Uh, So much so that to show their disdain for such a move uh, for for this business decision, um, um, thousands of people uh, left negative reviews on on borderlands 2 i believe um to give it a uh, overall not not so great review um which is which is which i which i don't think is is right um tyler can i ask you for how you feel about this it, it's weird because okay not specifically about borderlands but like the the exclusivity of games on different platforms
1: I would like to do some uh, clarification for uh, people who might have heard this from other sources. Uh, I've heard from some people that uh, the exclusivity deal was for one year and you know, people are yeah. like, ah, I gotta wait. Well, It says right here that it's gonna be for six months. So uh, I'm not sure if uh, oh, that I, is I, true. I think one year because we're so early, technically still so early in
0: 2019. And when mm-hmm. they said it's gonna last till 2020, despite the game not coming out until September, I think people are just you know, um, so
1: for epic people they would have to wait six months whereas right now for steam people they would have to wait a whole year from now yep pretty much it it just sounds like it's kind of misconstruing for the people who aren't on the top over that because that detail is often very quiet but uh damn man uh if if i had my favorite game and it was on epic i mean
0: the the be fair and and Brandon did leave us some comments about this but let's not talk about um the UI or the Epic store um as 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 a software and how good it is uh let's just first talk about having exclusivity uh exclusive games on different stores what is how does that sit with you
1: <sighs> Nick it's not it's not one the one but when i heard about Breath of the Wild we were excited for it to come out for the Wii U, and it, it did come out for the Wii U. It, it eventually did. However, there was going to be a clearly better way to get that, in order to do that, we're going to have to jump on a completely different platform that may or may not bomb completely, known as the Nintendo NX, which eventually became known as the Nintendo Switch. And it was frustrating because i told myself i'm not gonna get that NX thing uh yeah you know, i just want to play breath of the Wild. let's get on the wii u and i had to really really you know push myself if this is a game that people are that excited to play nick i don't think it matters whether or not uh you know the platform that's going to be on uh that being said we do have special snowflakes on the internet that have to have it their way because they think the whole world is burger king and Wait, do you have Burger King in Canada? Asking for a friend? Yes. yes. Thank, thank goodness. There is a God. Garbage. Uh, the fuck I, just I'll made? take that back. Burger King is garbage. It only costs $125 for me to refund my entire plane ticket. You won't do it. Wow, we're having dead silence. Over- Nick? <laughs> I'll take you to Burger King. You can get
0: some food from Burger King. I refuse to get food from Burger King because I think Burger King is ass.
1: Okay, we're going to put Borderlands 3. I'm going to put a little pin in it. I'm going to scoot it to the side of my virtual reality thing nick what, what do you have against burger king i have a thing against most fast food places in north
0: america because back home um burger king would kick uh middle eastern burger king kicks uh, north american burger king's ass the burgers are bigger the burgers taste better um the only the only complaint would be that you wouldn't be able to get actual bacon but that's nothing in comparison to the fact that the burger king burgers here are small the sauces are ass the only thing good at burger king is the chicken fries and most of the time they're overdone too
1: Okay, so I'm going to take Borderlands 3 and scoot it back in Alright, so Borderlands 3 <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a result for that That's your
0: opinion, man Listen I, I, I'm, I, I'm listening, listening. I'm here. When it comes to food Let's My head, pretty low usually um, And I don't, right? As long as you're not hurting anybody I don't care what you eat um, And I have an opinion And I'm an asshole And my opinions don't matter but I think most fast food here is very, a very low quality for the stuff that I'm used to and that I grew up on. Um, And I wish I could explain that in a way that was more feasible, but I can't bring any fast food back with me Um, because like, for example, like you, you know, you go to McDonald's here and you just feel like ass after eating McDonald's because of how greasy and you're not sure what exactly you ate because like mystery meat back home, they are just standard universal health laws um, or health and safety food hygiene standards Mm. where if you don't follow it you're getting a fine and you're shut down whereas in North America as far as I understand there are different levels and you just have to meet a minimum standard and because a lot of these are franchises quality is not the same across through like across all branches and so I've never had a fantastic experience with Burger King here but back home their Texas barbecue smokehouse burger is fucking fire nice good deal
1: uh, also, fun fact: over in our region for McDonald's, uh, they are now using fresh patties for the quarter pounders. Apparently, they didn't say for anything else, so I guess you know the, only the quarter pounders are fresh beef now. But that's a Manka S. Um, is that? I don't. What the fuck is a Manka S? Is that good? Is that bad? It's it's a it's
0: a uh, it's a Twitch uh, emote through one of the uh, chat extensions BTTV, okay. um, and it's basically Pepe the Frog and just sweating. So like you know. That's uh, spooky, I guess. Spooky. That's okay, scary. Uh, okay. that- like it's like um, um, so if I, you say it's like no. If you say something, the cops show up. It's kind of like you're sweating. It's you,
1: you're nervous. You're anxious. Ah, okay. Uh, it's, uh, you you say ass s." I'm like, what? The-? Yeah, it's a habit Monka-esque. now because I just, like that's what we
0: tell. Like if you know if you're playing a horror game and you're walking down a dark hallway and then you hear like
1: a lu- 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 loud bang behind you, that's a manka s. That explains a lot because uh when I watch somebody uh playing uh I'm gonna bring Ocarina I'm, 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 I'm gonna put a no, 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 no. head back to the Borderlands series and move it right back out. Uh Ocarina Time Randomizer, when people are streaming it, they'll just walk into like a normal tunnel or something. All of a sudden it starts playing the final theme for Ganon and everybody starts manka Essing because it's yes. like this. Yep. Deathly... Okay. I learned something. Mancha okay. Ess. Yeah. Cool. So um, there's two pens now in this Portland <laughs> 3 topic. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna pull both of them out. I'm gonna move them back in. I don't oh, sorry. I don't have my uh PlayStation move controller, so I can't I gotta move it with my hand now with the controller. That's okay, that's okay. Nick, let's let's talk about Borderlands Three. What's going on here?
0: So, so it's not specifically Borderlands Three, or like Borderlands Three is just what started this discussion. So when we, where we left last left it, I asked you what you just thought in general about exclusivity, and I want to remind people that games have been on fucking different exclusive consoles, and. A lot of people, when they're arguing online, which is not the place you should be doing it anyways, uh, seem to be forgetting that, where if you wanted to play a particular game, you had to pay at the very least a few hundred dollars to be able to play that game with uh, not even forgetting the fact that you had to pay for the actual game itself, right? Because it was on a completely different system. And now we come here where you have free softwares that you can download to get different games. And so that's, that's one argument on my end um where it's just you're just downloading free software Um, sure it's taking up space i can understand that um and brandon i believe let me just read through his comments here he just doesn't like using the uh epic launcher because i agree it is a very janky um sort of uh launcher it's it's not very user friendly it was very confusing when they first updated it to like its current state um i prefer steam because steam uh, maybe because i'm older it has that old school like you know like pre-2005 kind of look and it makes sense uh, to them. It was better when you had your first child right. program. Um, but then you also have to think about Steam has been around since 2003. Um, competition is good at any shape or form. Competition is very good. And Epic has surpassed what anybody thought anybody could do, like with within such a short amount of time, the amount of money they generated uh, the fact that they were able to launch their own uh, store uh, with exclusive rights in such a short period of time I'm um, I i I'm all for Epic doing what they do and I also can't blame developers going to Epic because they
1: get to keep more money That is true, I mean especially for uh start, I mean this isn't like a, a startup uh, developing team, this is fucking Gearbox which, uh uh, their, their latest uh, discussion on the news has uh, been weird enough already, involving uh, <laughs> Mr. Magician leaving, you know, pouring its magic on a flash drive <laughs> at a medieval's times. But you know, that, that that that's whatever. I wonder, Nick. Yeah. Let's. Some uh, reason this thought stuck to me in my head. Let's say yeah. like a year or two before Steam came out. There was something similar that did the same thing, except uh, instead of being commercialized, it was like a uh, a free license to post your game here. And it was a platform, almost like Linux style. And right. For all I know, maybe this exi- exists. I know there is a competitive, uh, well, competitive is such a loose term, like uh, itch.io kind of stuff where you could, uh, you know, have your own store where people could post their game on there through uh you know the pc and there was little to no money taken away right. Like it was a free enterprise before it got commercialized uh do you think steam would have overran it when it came out or do you feel like uh the way games are being you know pushed out on the pc would be different just a free marketplace at this point
0: uh no, because Steam offered so much more. It offered security. It offered, it offered, you know, uh, security in terms of, um, refunds, uh, buyers protection, helping sure. protect the company, um, yeah. It provided forums, a place for people to talk about it for free, right? Like, really, the only place Steam is making money is when the games are being sold, right? It's facilitating cloud saves, uh, being able to like have a log into the same account on multiple platform on multiple devices and download your games there without having going through going going through a whole process, right? Because it has your, all your login information stored through a centralized place, um, and so I and also Valve was running off uh, a lot of hype at the time. You know based on the games they made and so they had the capital to be able to smother any competition
1: true and none of this is really at the expense of the customer uh we don't got to pay anything to use steam no right? exactly you don't, don't have, to pay have anything to steam to do so we-
0: to, to, to use origin to use the epic Launcher, to use UPlay, play you don't have to pay anything to use all of them but i hate the way origin is it's it's very janky it's not properly optimized i hate the way you play is but you play is in terms of using is not that bad i just don't like having that many launchers which is the only valid slightly valid point that i can see anybody making but it's not like it's doing any harm and epic is also just very janky i don't like
1: it Hmm. just a heads up uh people who have you play points uh points you get for uh purchasing ubisoft games whatnot they're actually starting to expire they uh there's a possible potential use for you play points in the future that ubisoft has not discussed yet but they uh realize that they don't want people to have thousands upon thousands of points they're just sitting there for years that you know maybe they're going to start to push it towards discounts and games or something like that so right. uh start checking your points and see if they uh expire soon because that is going to be rolling out starting very soon i believe might have been this week if not you know more recently right so so with the whole borderlands 3 thing i just think yes Back to borderlands, the third I, I, pin.
0: <laughs> I just think it's unethical that people are so upset about having to download a free launcher to play a game that they love it's like i can understand if people are upset that um uh like let's take destiny as an example uh with with the with the whole playstation uh the sony and activision deal uh destiny 2 destiny 1 there were a lot of weapons that were only available on the playstation uh, despite playstation xbox and pc paying the same price and we'd only get it about a year and a half later that's a valid reason to be upset question
1: yes when it comes to let's, let's use uh, epic launcher and fortnite as an example yeah can i put a fortnite shortcut on my desktop
0: honestly i don't know i've never tried I, I couldn't I, answer
1: that question okay uh let's say hypothetically then yes you could if i could just have borderlands 3 as a you know a shortcut on my desktop and it just it opens up the epic launcher automatically and then launches the game i don't see the problem though you know that solves that problem you know it's like yes you gotta install epic oh no then it just sits in the background for all of eternity for you to not notice Hopefully. yeah no that's that's my
0: point it's like it's like people complaining that uh they have to go to different stores to buy clothes it's it's like it's like that's forbidden
1: uh, i only go the goodwill and goodwill only thank you very much it cost you anything to walk into the store don't have have to to gapped, but the cost is uh okay, no, it's a strip mall right you don't. it doesn't cost you anything to go from store okay, to store. No, it's a strip mall here uh, <laughs> right um if amazon uh, has virtual reality i could just uh, I, I, I really
0: don't understand why people are so upset like the only way i can understand it as brandon said and i mentioned it again several times is a purely a user experience point of view but beyond that just the fact that you have to open up a different software to run your favorite game boggles my mind, especially because people are, I'm, a, I'm guaranteed that people will be so upset that they're willing to wait the six months and refuse to play their favorite game series of all time just because it's not on Steam. I'm guaranteed they are going to be people like that. Yeah, yeah. Which is stupid, because all you have to do is spend five minutes of your time to download a different launcher, pay the money, and get your game on a different platform.
1: Now, uh, I wonder, could uh, being on a different launcher uh, cause effects on future like uh, DLC or expansions? Do we know like uh, the time it takes for uh, it, something to get green lit on Epic versus Steam?
0: Um, no, but I would imagine from a development point of view, once it's out, it's out, and so you have to standardize it across all platforms. For example, within the six months that it takes for Borderlands to come onto Steam, let's say there's already a DLC for Borderlands Three and it's already out on Epic. So when it does launch for Steam, it should come with all the you know with all the options and so if it's already on steam and epic and so when there's a when there's a dlc that comes out it should launch for all platforms mm-hmm. right it's that that's never happened with um, in any major game as far as i'm concerned um where it's on multiple platforms and there's a dlc um it only comes out on one um the only thing i can think of is i believe um Monster Hunter World, Minecraft. Minecraft, I'm not. Fam- we'll get to Minecraft in a minute. I'm not familiar with that. But with Monster Hunter World, it's come out on the consoles. Um, the the latest DLC, it's going to come out on consoles soon. But it's going to be a few months until it comes out on PC. And I believe that's purely an optimization development process thing because they're not so used to making their games for PC, right? Not because of some sort of exclusive business deal. Um, so you're
1: you mentioning Minecraft. Uh, uh, but, uh, to go to further detail, uh, Minecraft, and uh, for me more personally, Terraria. Uh, they are out on almost every single platform you can think of—console, handheld, PC, and right. all that stuff. But they have different, varying uh, patches that go to uh, different uh, consoles. Like for example, there was a big uh, update that's happening, I believe, for the PC version. But I'm gonna take a guess and say PlayStation 4 and the Switch versions probably won't see that.
0: I would. I I think there it's it's more of a, d- a development thing, because if you don't build your game. Uh, to, I, and this is pure speculation. I know nothing, next to nothing, about video game development in terms of code. Um, but if you don't build your game um, in a universal way across all different platforms, uh, then you have different builds of your games. If you know you build for PC and now you want to put your game out on a console, but it'll be too time-consuming to, to just. Um, uh, sort of like copy paste this so you have to build like a different build so that it can come out on the consoles and so you have to patch things and change things differently uh, as time goes on and that's the only thing I can think of because Stardew Valley is like that too the PC uh, fixes come sooner than the console fixes. That That,
1: that is fair also fun fact this uh, past week I believe uh, Mojang is it Mojang or Mojang? Mojang okay I always called it Mojang Mojang uh, oh, yeah.
0: sounds cooler TBH
1: yeah to be honest the translate for the older audience uh fun fact they uh they updated do you know how when you start minecraft they have like random slogans at the top sure sure they uh they officially took the name notch out of them they uh realized that they no longer want to be associated with notch uh who's apparently been a naughty boy and saying a lot of uh raunchy shit on uh social media and all that stuff and has been displaying some, uh, less than desirable behavior and Microsoft who are now the owners of Mojang and Microsoft, uh, sorry, Minecraft, uh, I hope they're the masters of themselves. Uh, they decided that they don't want to be associated with them. I believe they left him in the credits if you were to beat the game, but, uh, yeah, Notch is no longer going to be on the front of Minecraft anymore. Unfortunate. I mean, you say so. I mean, if you, there's I know no- nothing about Minecraft, so that's why I'm saying the link. It just sounds like it's unfortunate. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. <laughs> Honestly, i wonder what it would be like if you made a game though so popular that you became a super billionaire and then when you sold it off uh you were so bad that they don't even want to put your name near it anymore for bad press i mean at that point i feel like i would have so much money i wouldn't care anymore but i, I suppose I would, yeah i'm gonna say it's like you can call it whatever you want it's yours you can call it not ass simulator at this point sure that's all right that's,
0: that's the whole steam competition argument that i thought people were stupid for having even in the first place but you know everybody has their opinions people are wrong people are stupid for being angry
1: okay spark notes version
0: that's okay yeah. um that'll get you through high school right, <laughs> it's a topic of the show and tyler this is where you you get to fly you get to spread your wings um nintendo vr
1: nintendo vr it is beautiful hey i'm at vr i'm looking at this news article on vr wow cool so thank you tech radar uh tech radar i've been kind of iffy when it comes to uh, like uh the quality of their articles and whatnot versus uh for example game informer or kotaku or polygon but uh if they know one way to make a good click big article they just gotta mention vr and zelda so let's I'm talk about that pulled me in immediately yeah well it sucks because for some reason my phone knew that i would be drawn to that so it showed me a notification for the news i don't even have notifications set up but <laughs> like i looked at my phone and you know, a fucking hook shot just grabbed my forehead and started dragging me towards this article so for those who uh, don't know i believe on the 12th uh there's gonna be a new labo kit coming out for the nintendo switch now, there's been a lot of uh, kits that have been coming out over the past year or so, you know, involves cool things like making a piano or a remote control bug car thing. Uh, this time, they're going to make something called VR, which, Nick, I, I'm full of questions tonight. Can I ask you another one, man? Oh, for sure. If you take a console that is handheld and you put it in cardboard and you put some lenses on it and it has gyroscopic features, is that VR? Yeah. It, it just feels like it's so cheap for VR, man. Well, I it's, mean... It's technically VR. Uh, I mean, let's look up the
0: definition of... Virtual uh, reality. Virtual reality. Um, the virtual reality is interactive, <laughs> computer-generated experience taking place within a simulated environment. It incorporates mainly auditory and visual feedback. So the fact that you're tunnel visioned into the screen and you've got auditory response feedback and visual re- feedback, it essentially is enough to to count as VR, especially because it's Breath of the Wild and the world is expansive. Ah, uh, damn it!
1: Okay, I will then acquiesce this to the fact that this is officially VR. This is uh, technically going to be uh, Nintendo's first major attempt commercially to have a VR experience. I'm trying to remember any other time where they actually do something similar to this. And I don't think there is, but yes. Anyways, the the VR Labo kit right now, it's going to come out on April 12th. It's going to have a bunch of cool features and there's going to be two major first party games that are going to have, you know, uh, special bonuses added to it to help uh, convince people, uh, the last time I seen this with uh, the Labo kit is they introduced a uh, a steering mechanic, a cardboard like steering wheel of some sort, and you could use it to drive uh, Mario Kart, which was apparently very awesome. In this case, though, uh, they're gonna allow you to try this out with Super Mario Odyssey and the Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild. Nick, so nice. maybe this maybe this is gonna be the push where instead of focusing on the horrific. You know, terrors That is your everyday life, trying to improve yourself and getting a degree. Maybe you can escape out uh, to virtual reality and then just play Breath of the Wild this way. <laughs> oh, Daller, you're so funny. Bye, Um
0: <laughs> This was this is a no brainer, honestly, and it's a good it's a good place to experiment. Um, they took the labo, which I. Again, I'm not, I'm not a Nintendo junkie. Um, but I thought the Labo was a cool, unique way of, of, uh, in, in incorporating some sort of, uh, physical dexterity, imagination and video games together for children, right? For like, it seemed like a good at home, kind of like age appropriate, um, you know, current modern, like era appropriate kind of technology, uh, putting aside the price tag. Um, and now they have the Labo, um, uh, and they have their first party titles and the, and you have the Switch um why not take a risk and put those two together they're all making you enough money anyways so it's not like you're developing anything exceeding you're not developing anything new so you're not losing money in a in, a, in an extensive development process so what's the harm in putting these two together and see where it works out and if, ha- if it has ground to stand if it has place to grow if you see potential you can incorporate this into your other games moving forward right from the get-go in
1: the development process and from the Breath of the Wild perspective, this is actually a pretty genius move because we have gyroscopic uh, camera controls already, yep. uh, especially with like uh, the arrow aiming system and all that stuff. So all they had to do is apply a small update to where your gyroscopic is technically active, not just when you're holding an arrow and whatnot. So I'm, this isn't exactly difficult for them to do. Super Mario Odyssey is a little bit different. Uh, also, the to clarify super mario odyssey is going to have like special mini levels and puzzles that you can play while you know in this virtual reality form whereas uh zelda is simply going to have it set to where your camera is actively controlled by your gyroscopic controls uh i do want to warn and i realized this last night and this is what made my uh stayed my hand from buying this immediately when i you know discovered the truth about this is this sounds amazing, but the VR kit is essentially a submarine periscope. Like, uh, you are going to have to use controllers that are currently hooked into the switch The switch itself does not natively have gyroscopic or any kind of, uh, mechanics inside the, the console itself. So you're going to have to put joy cons into the thing, put this bad boy up to your eyes and then hold it there. There's no strap holding it in place. And then you're gonna have to play with your hands next to your ears. Nick, I, well, yeah. I
0: so, so, so yeah, like I was saying, th- this purely seems like an experiment from Nintendo. Um, they're not, they're not really losing any money by announcing this and like putting this in the process and putting it out. Um, it's like, all right, here's a stupid, silly thing to do while you look stupid at home.
1: Um, if you like it, we'll make more, and we'll actually make a better headset. I'm- I don't even think that you have to uh like buy like a, a special app or put a special thing in uh, Breath of the Wild saying, Hey, I, I, I bought the lab kit, so I I wanna use it. Now it's it's actually just an option in the game once it gets updated. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so honestly i don't see any difference beyond just taking the you know here Nintendo switch putting it really close to your eyes <laughs> and then just moving around and playing it like that maybe there'll be special mechanics because uh you know this little uh headset that you'll make it has you know a super high quality cardboard and you know some lenses maybe you'll do side by side view to help uh you know clarify that but this is forty dollars for a piece that uh just holds something in place i guess the the switch even though you're holding right. the switch already
0: yeah no I, I i will agree with what you said earlier about it being uh cheaply made vr um um but again i will i'll reiterate for the third time it's an experiment um and we'll just have to wait and see how it goes uh in terms of sales whether there, there's any actual interest because you're never gonna get um anywhere without actually doing the things that you have ideas for right you're not going to know until you actually put it out there no matter how poor quality it is um you're just making a connection for these two different things that you have to meet see if there's any actual genuine interest and if there's enough interest you can actually put effort into producing a proper like headset with a strap um and a uh, allow users to be in a situation where they didn't have to hold a fucking thing to their
1: head it's just upsetting nick uh, i would imagine
0: like, no like i would imagine uh f- like for the people who really care for nintendo uh products and the things that they do that it just seems like there's no
1: effort going into this um i mean i'm sure there is it's just it it's this is the kind of project that's supposed to uh, spark innovation and all that stuff but I feel like it's set up in such a way that it's just more still it's still focused on the idea of making money off of this it's $40 uh, American US dollars anyways I'm not sure it's, so that's like 300 Canadian uh, probably something like that oh you're screwed I mean yeah I, I'm not gonna buy anything <laughs> <over> there. <laughs> like they're gonna say like uh, that'll be five uh they won't say Canada bucks. It will be like, that's $5. Like, Wow. That's like a quarter over here. The States. That's great. (laughs) But yeah, I, I'm glad that you're uh, using this as an experimental example. And I'm sure there's going to be some diehard fans. that are going to try this. I feel like the ones that have too high expectations are going to slaughter this worse than the whole Borderlands 3 situation. But as long as uh, the right people come in with uh, the right amount of reservations on how this is going to work, they, they'll they see for what it is, you know, as you said for the third and hopefully now the fourth time. An experiment. It'll be fun. Something to test it out.
0: All right, so that's, um, uh, we, well, we got through a lot. That's uh, the Steam shit, Nintendo VR...
1: I do want to uh, add one last thing, if I could, please. Oh, for sure. the The VR kit will be coming out on April twelfth, but you won't be able to use the VR support for these games until April twenty fifth. So that is two weeks for you to get your hands on the VR kit, or rather, let somebody else get their hands on it and tell you whether or not it's worth giving it a shot or not. And then, after two weeks, the games will allow you to give it a shot. So. Right.
0: Well, so, I, w- I wouldn't been- be surprised that there's a lot m- m- many more games over the next few months uh, slated for VR updates. Because um, I would imagine Mario Kart seems like the obvious choice.
1: Hmm. hmm.
0: I wonder how that would work. Or Super I mean- Smash Brothers. Imagine, <laughs> imagine playing Super Smash Brothers in first Never person.
1: Super Smash Brothers. <laughs> uh, Super Submarine Brothers. There we go.
0: Nice save. Alright. Uh, let's go through uh, game releases. Sure let's hit
1: it up let's see
0: how do you want to do this nick i don't know why don't you take the first four and i'll close the last four unless you want to take the last four because you've you've bolded some of
1: these and i assume you want to talk about them absolutely not they were bolded when i copy and pasted them (laughs) (laughs) all right take the first four tyler sure the first one is uh dangerous driving is going to come out for a ps4 and xbox one on april 9th i'm going to take a wild guess and say this is a game about driving and it's dangerous i have no idea what this is that's fine neither do i good i mean if i saw <laughs> if I like a small inkling of an advertising or talk about it then i would know about this but uh, unfortunately it's just not that cool uh, oh sorry i that's right i'm doing the rest of or the next four <laughs> uh neo atlas 1469 is uh one of the classic steam to switch uh titles coming out also on april 9th where you play the role as the master of a trading company and your aim is to complete the world map and fill the world with that's as far as it goes before uh, <laughs> before you uh have to click on an article and actually read yes uh coming out oh, geez, all the ones i'm talking about are coming out on the ninth which i believe is monday no tuesday tuesday these are all coming out on Tuesday. Next coming up is Shovel Knight Showdown, which I can only presume is a nice updated version of Shovel Knight. If not, actually, I feel like it, when it says Shovel Knight Showdown, that is this going to be a, you know, what, would, what would you think, Neg? Do you think this is a, uh, uh it's a Shovel Knight VR.
0: VR? Okay. <laughs> no, VR? No, you heard me wrong. BR. So VR. So we had the same idea.
1: Aw, dang. Uh, th- I mean, that would be cool. Uh, you play virtual reality as a hundred shovels from f- fall from the sky, duel with up to four players and scramble after gems as your favorite heroic or villainous knight. Okay. So this is going to be a four player battle <laughs> royale of sorts, and it's coming out on everything that's console or uh, computer related PS4, Xbox One, Switch, PC, and Mac. Wow. Uh, good on them. And lastly, and this one actually kind of, uh, Grinds my gears, Nick. Oh, yeah, Uh, why? uh, The next one coming out uh, this Tuesday is Ace Attorney Trilogy, which is the Phoenix Wright uh, lawyer games that I really love. It's coming out uh, Tuesday for PS4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC. Nick, I, I really got excited at uh, playing Phoenix right when it came out for the 3DS because I thought that was going to be the most modern way that I could play it. And then this shit happens. So I got to decide whether or not I'm going to drop another $30 to get it on Switch or PC. Let's be real, Tyler. You probably will. I probably will. Uh, <laughs> this is your big break if you want to you know, give it a shot. Yeah. I am I might. I've heard good things about it and
0: I believe. I that. hope so. I've been speaking wait, nothing wait, but wait. the truth. The gospel truth. Alright, calm down there, Tyler. Have they announced <laughs> a, a new game coming out? A new Ace Attorney game coming out soon? Or, like, they're working on one?
1: I i mean, the last I heard, I haven't heard any uh, new Ace Attorney games games coming well, out.
0: Well, I mean, it's not uncommon for for Nintendo to, like, um, uh... Wait, this is not a Nintendo game, is it? No, this is owned by Capcom. Sorry, uh, so it's not uncommon for a lot of games to get re releases on different platforms and updated platforms. Um, but I feel like for this and coming out on so many different platforms, when I mean, it was always ex- uh, like exclusive to like the handheld stuff, yeah. um, could it maybe
1: be a foreshadowing for a new game coming out soon? And they're just trying to generate interest. When it comes to Capcom and Ace Attorney in like the past three, four years, they've been very quiet on the releases and they'll just drop it digital download only on the 3DS. And while those games have been bangers, like, uh, oh man, uh, the latest one I believe was called Spirit of Justice, and I, I love the shit out of it. And uh, not to mention the whole uh, Phoenix Wright versus uh, Professor Layton uh, mix up there. That was another good one. Good one. Right. How? Uh, back to the topic, though, I wonder uh, they, they've been very faithful like to a creepy extent for the 3DS. Versus like the Wii U or anything like that. So I wonder if this is going to be their big break. Where they finally. it's Now that they're going to start to show that they can play it on nearly anything. Right. This. I believe they did have like the original. uh, Like the trilogy sold as separate games on the Wii U that you could play. Which was weird. But you know you could do it. But uh, I think there's some possibility here. Where it shows not only could they release a new game on the 3DS. Which I hope they don't at this point. I hope they just stick with the Switch That they can just put it everywhere right, I mean, Only
0: right. only time will tell, Tyler I hope so.
1: Anyways, uh, there's four more Games, Nick. Go ahead and take them away
0: uh, So we've got Zanki Zero Last Beginning coming out on PS4 and PC On April 9th as well uh, Zanki nice. Zero is a survival action RPG, from what I'm reading here It is very much a weeb game, so if you're a weeb uh, Go get it um, and we've got Earth Defense Force Iron Rain coming out on the PS4 April 11th. Uh oh, I think so Zero is
1: was, uh, being published by Chunsoft. Uh, that that's a familiar name. I, I feel uh, like I've heard that for name. Me, I know them for Danganronpa. For you, you might know them for Pokemon Mystery Dungeon.
0: Ah, yes, 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 yes,
1: yes, yes. We we did the whole sorry uh, thing uh, a uh, while back. It, it, mind you, it's being published by that, and they're being developed by Len Carse. Len is a company I'm not familiar with personally. So
0: um Earth Defense Force is a uh 3D action shooter where you're defending Earth from aliens. Um and that's that's really it. Uh um, wow, that sounds on, familiar. And then and then on the 12th of April, we've got the Nintendo Labo VR kit arriving uh for the Switch, as uh, we've just discussed. Um, and then the last item on the list here is the Konami Ar- Arcade Classics coming on the PS4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC um, on the 13th of April, uh, but I did some digging and it seems like it's actually coming out on the 18th of April, so mm. there's a little bit of ambiguity with the release date, but keep keep an eye on that. That's coming out this month for sure. Nick, I uh, was
1: kind of concerned for a second because you said Konami, and then I thought you were going to say like Arsade or something like that instead of Arcade. Yeah, no, my tongue rolled in the wrong direction. Ooh! Wow, you... you don't you hate it when you you turn to uh, dodge a boss and you you just fat roll your tongue in the wrong direction? Pretty much, all the t- it happens all the time.
0: It's all okay. Right. <laughs> this day, this day in gaming, April eighth, uh, which is uh, the Monday when this episode will come out, and you'll be listening to our Butte sweet uh, our butte. Or uh, I can't speak today. Our sweet beautiful dulcety voicey bassy
1: tones or whatever but uh, not enjoy the fact that i've done this entire podcast in virtual reality which is really sad for you guys <laughs> you really missing. maybe you should listen to the podcast in virtual reality just stare forward at the 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 music player or something just
0: just close your eyes dude or just get your phone put put up put up but the podcast it YouTube, your, eyes, and you it you. your head yeah, um, okay. Starting off, we've got Titanfall that came out this day in gaming, April 8th on the Xbox 360
1: in 2014. Now this is weird because it had come out like uh I believe in May of 2014 for the Xbox One, but they released it later on the three sixty, you know. Uh just like, hey, maybe we should try to make more money with the the old audience, huh? We'll give you a downgrade version mm-hmm. of Titanfall. So let's figure, you know, have a little laugh, uh, this is when it came out,
0: um, and then we've got Assassin's Creed, the director's Cut edition came out on Steam in two thousand and
1: eight. um uh, uh, i I really liked Assassin's Creed the first one. i it stinks because I missed the boat, but then I tried to get on it. and uh, I found a disc for Assassin's Creed for the PlayStation three for two bucks. I jumped on it, and it was like, nice. Uh, It turns out, though, the reason why it was $2, it was so scratched that uh, it kept disconnecting the game because it couldn't read the disc anymore. And so my experience with Assassin's Creed, which is no fault of Ubisoft, was me trying to play. And then 20 minutes in, I just couldn't play anymore. I had to restart the game and rub, you know, rubbing alcohol. It's so weird, Nick, knowing that there are Blu-ray games out there that weren't perfect because people are joking about how Blu-ray discs were indestructible at a certain point. It's like, ha, huh, they'll never get scratched up. Right. Ever, Nick. Ever. I could take a sledgehammer to this thing and still read it. And it's well, I mean, entirely-
0: technically it wouldn't get scratched up. It'd probably be broken, but it wouldn't put a single scratch on it.
1: You you can still take a nice butter knife to a Blu-ray disc and scratch it up. It's much oh, no, more no, no, durable no. than a CD, but it's just the way that we uh had that picture in our head, like, ha, Blu-ray discs are invincible. Well, well, I mean, we we had the same thing with that old like uh, Nokia phone, the
0: three three one zero, and then I recently watched a video where somebody supercharged it, where they ran a million volts through the battery, Tyler, a million volts through the battery and you could see like uh like electric discharge coming from the casing of the actual phone like it was bright blue and and so you could see the battery meter go all the way up and then the phone just shut off and then after he was done like when he turned off the power he took out the phone from where it was standing and turned it on and it powered up tyler the fucking thing powered up jesus christ how
1: horrifying (laughs) (laughs) oh my god (laughs) <laughs> I thought you were gonna, like tell me that it, like it killed the man and then the phone turned on or something like the phone no, has.
0: How the fuck do you run a million volts through something out of the 1900s and then it still fucking powers up? Okay, not the 1900s. It is Actually, technically no. the 1900s.
1: Okay, I, I got that mixed up with 19th century. You're right. You're right. disregard me. <laughs> um, Tyler, do you want to take these last few games because these seem more like your territory? Absolutely. As soon as I restart my headset, uh, because <laughs> guys. You remember when i said in the beginning how the tracking on it can get kind of weird over time i've had to reset the tracking on this since it's relying strictly on the gyroscope for me to look forward because i slowly have to turn my head to the uh my left uh about every 10-15 minutes i had to reset the tracking on it so no, take that for what you will try to watch a porn video that is 15 minutes or less or prepare to have a crick in the neck anyways uh after that uh final fantasy origins came out for the playstation one in 2003 now, this throws me off because I'm pretty sure 2003, when did the PlayStation 2 come out, Nick? Uh, do you remember the time for that? I, I I think around that time. Because it's just so weird that, I mean, I do, I, I'm pretty sure I have Final Fantasy Origins, which is like a collection of games last I re, you know, remembered. But, PlayStation uh, 2 came out in 2000. So I don't know what's going on here with Square Enix. Why did they have Final Fantasy Origins? Uh, because it, it's it's supposed to be a compilation of the first and second Final Fantasy game that comes out for the PlayStation. Even though this is three years after the PS2 came out. I have no idea. This is a question I probably would never get the answer to. Oh, shit. I'm so sorry. Jesus Christ. How fucking know. dare you. I know, right? Uh, coming out uh, in 1994, we're going way back now, uh, instead of 2003, Neo Geo sees Windjammers, which is I'd like to thank uh, a pretty big and popular game back in the heyday. I hear, you know, when uh, Windjammers came out or got re-released or got its sequel, people you know, were pretty hyped, as it turns out. It's a pretty fun game. Uh, coming out in 1988, we have two games that came out for the NES over in Japan. The first one is Donkey Kong, baby. It makes us break from the arcade system on this day, as well as Double Dragon. So, you know, a couple of good classics making the, the big jump to consoles near you. Well, if you're in Japan, it's 1988. And if you're not in Japan, well, tough luck. Tough luck. Sucks to be you. You could be in the future. Look at me right now. I'm in a virtual reality. What is this? Whoa! Um,
0: Looking through the list, there's really nothing else of uh, particular note.
1: Go ahead. Find something, uh, Nick. I fucking dare you. Do it, loser. You won't. You
0: won't? Um, Tom Clancy's right, Clancy Cell Chaos Theory. Wait, Chaos Theory? Yeah. Linersault? Yeah. What country? Worldwide. Ooh. 2005.
1: Oh shit! I fucked up. I found man. something, bitch. <laughs> ah, I've been thwarted. Oh no! I look around and all I see is darkness because I'm in virtual reality. Whoa! I'm probably staring at my dog crate right now, but I all I see is the abyss because I've I've been fucking loser. You've been banished to the shan- or the shadow realm. <laughs> <Definitely> personnel kid, <laughs> um, no, but beyond oh, uh, Midnight Club 2
0: got its American release, um, in 2003 on PlayStation 2. Um, f- uh, f- funnily enough, I-, I learned a fact about the Midnight Club yesterday. The Midnight Club was an actual, um, uh, underground racing organization in Japan. Nice, uh, I did not know that. Uh, where obviously legal street races, but um, they were formed on the basis like their ultimate rule was that they would never let um, harm uh come to a civilian and so they disbanded in the 90s or the 80s i believe when a civilian was killed during a race and so they just stopped existing because they broke that rule and they're like all right that's it we're done it was a good run
1: damn damn I, I mean, that
0: sucks i mean it's
1: honorable but It sucks. And
0: i thought that was really interesting that like there's, there's a there's a surprising amount of games that are based on like facets of real life that a lot of people just don't realize <laughs> um but yeah no that was episode 46 Uh, i think we did pretty good we uh,
1: we, are your fucking champion and we appreciate the heck out of you um we're gonna start wrapping up tyler where can people find you online you can find me in uh, virtual reality (laughs) just surfing the landscape slowly tracking to the left one centimeter a minute or you can find me on Twitter. I'm on Twitter. Am I speaking to the mic? Yeah, I am. Uh, on Twitter at, at two times Tyler. Where can we um, find you, Nick? You can find me on twitch.tv forward slash
0: LRWarrior11 or on Twitter and Instagram at LRWarrior11. Um, you can find the show Casual Master Quest on Twitter at MasterQuestPod. Um, or you can also email us at casualmasterquest at gmail.com. Um send us your thoughts, comments, concerns, hate mail, nudes, we'll we'll take it all. We're we're just that desperate at this point.
1: Yeah, we haven't gotten one in a hot minute. So you know if you want to send your spam mail our way, just forward it. It's okay. We won't
0: yeah, at it. this point any attention is nice. Um you can also find us on Instagram at Casual MasterQuest, uh, where the content has been on a slow roll, but it's gonna be nice and hot. And you can also find us on Facebook if you just type into Facebook, Casual Quest. We will pop up right there and you can hit that like hit that follow um that helps us out uh, because it gets us
1: out to you and it gives us more motivation because we enjoy doing this hmm. Hmm. well i've been humbled by nick's uh, search of history i've also been uh my galaxy brain expanded by doing this in completely in virtual reality <laughs> this was, has been a hell of an episode i'm glad to be back and i'm glad you're back too i'm glad we're back together together forever this is going to be a long week in Canada. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I just, just imagine me going to sleep and all of a sudden, I, like a, a movie style, you just, your head zooms in. Together forever. <laughs> <laughs> and may, maybe like a a, a lick on the, the ear or some creepy ass shit like that.
0: Ear licks are hot. Anyways, that is episode 46. I'm Nick. That is Tyler doing this episode entirely in VR. Hell yeah. Um, We've had a good time. We hope you've enjoyed this uh, this episode. Like, share, subscribe everywhere. You can find us wherever you want. I love you all. Be safe. And don't forget to never stop the grind.
1: We'll see you next week. The intro to the podcast titled Casual Master Quest was paid for and produced by the wonderful talent Revelry's Music. You can find more of their work at SoundCloud.com.